to counsel David Gravy. His sister-in-law has come. So I have my sister-in-law. How many do you have? You have sister. You forgot that you have sisters-in-law. I know you count your new daughters. and uh, Why don't you count your sisters-in-law? Okay. Well, I have a sister, and my sister, she says she's going to India. <laughs> I should tell her to look up Bula. <laughs> she's going to find Bulash, the ashes of Bulasha. I'm reading uh, from the poem four, 34 of the mystic muse of the Saint Bulasha by K.S. Dougal. Really? Oh, yeah. To counsel Bula, his sisters and sisters-in-law have come. So I've got, how many sisters? Well, I have a couple sisters, and I have sisters-in-laws now have come. Yeah, the one has a finca in... Uh, uh, interesting Finca, where she. Oh, she makes actually makes a rapist and has a moo cow. Oh, I thought you were interested in well-fed goats. Uh, well, that's that's a Islamic thing to like well-fed goats. Uh, but I disagree with the fact that they eat them. Okay. Because uh, I'm Zoroastrian and I'm against killing uh, the cow. Okay. Don't kill cows. Okay. They're nice. They're nice because they uh, give you milk. and It's not really nice. Very nice. Okay. All right. So... To counsel Bula, his sisters and sisters-in-law have come. Pay heed to us and give up mixing with the low-caste Aryan. So they're telling me they're not to mix with the lower caste. They tell me that what the stuff I'm doing in this podcast is low-caste. And that uh, I should not mix it up in the podcast Pay heed to us and give up mixing and give up uh, being a vegan and meditating and being a celibate monk. Uh, yeah, give it up and, uh, and stop mixing with the lower caste. So, yeah, so when I, well... But you are, well, in my case, I am well cast, so I wasn't born a Saeed. Uh, yeah, I don't have, I, they didn't detect on, on 23andMe uh, any evidence that I was descended from Muhammad. So I'm uh, actually, that makes me pretty much low cast. Okay. You are a skin of Allah, the Prophet. Why must you shame our fair clime? Those who call me Saeed are destined to hell, made for them. Uh, yeah, those people who 
claim that I'm upper caste and that that uh, I've destined those ones who say that I'm a I'm an upper caste white Anglo-Saxon male and that I should not be mixing with other ethnic groups are destined to hell made for them okay those who call me Said are destined to hell made for them those who call me Arain have the swings in heaven laid for them those who say that I'm low caste are, are actually going to heaven so the ones that are uh, absolute hardcore universalist in accepting and they're non-racist at all are going to heaven. <laughs> the low caste and the high caste are created by God who cares not for family. Yeah, he doesn't actually care about your family. Are created by God who cares not for family. Yeah, Jesus, he didn't give it care about his mother and family either he said who well they they had showed up to talk to him and he said uh i'm busy right now okay so i don't do what my sisters or sisters-in-laws tell me necessarily because god who cares not for family God doesn't care. He disregards the beautiful and cherishes the not so comely. Uh oh, that's a problem. He disregards the beautiful. Well, my wife is very beautiful, so what's he saying here? And cherishes the not so comely. Yeah, he doesn't like the good looking people. He likes the, he likes the meek and lowly and. Uh, not so good looking. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, but I have a conflict in there. I like beautiful women. and Yeah, well, you, God doesn't care for you. Okay. The low caste and high caste are created by God. Who cares not for family? He disregards the beautiful and cherishes the not so calmly. If you wish to enjoy the glory of the garden, go and serve the Arayin. Why bother about Bullis caste? Obey the command that comes from Sain. All right, so I need to get the, get these concepts of my my uh, my superiority complex and my thinking that I'm an extreme intellectual and upper caste. Uh, actually, I. I actually think I'm better than the intellectuals, so I'm even worse than all of these people. Yeah. You have said in, in, uh, that you're similar to Kabir, and you're the worst disciple of all. Yeah, I'm, I have the distinction of being the absolute worst disciple on the path. Okay. And you even glorify yourself in it in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm glorying in it. And I could actually get to the bottom in some ways so, and become mixed with the low cast more easily that way. Yeah. To counsel Bula, his sisters 
and sisters-in-law have come, pay heed to us, and give up fixing with the locust, You are a skin of Allah, the prophet. Why must you shame our fair clime? Yeah, they're relatives of the prophet of the Allah is a relative of the Prophet, and the relatives, the Prophet meaning Muhammad. But I at least went to the treasury building in Istanbul, which I call Constantinople. They got the name wrong. It's Constantinople. I went and saw the sandals of the Prophet. So I have uh, at least the dust under my feet, the dust of the feet of the prophet. Those who call me Saeed, now I could be called a Saeed because of that. So, those who call me a Saeed are destined to hell made for them. Those who call me Arayin have the swings of heaven wait for them. The low caste and the high caste are created by God, who cares not for family. He disregards the beautiful and cherishes the not-so-comely. If you wish to enjoy the glory of the garden, go and serve the Aryan. Why bother about Buddha's caste? Obey the command that comes from Sain. Yeah, enjoying the garden probably refers to the Islamic version of heaven is always portrayed as like a, a garden and stuff. So, well, so why don't you just go to a garden and enjoy the garden? Okay. I could go to heaven right now just by going to the garden. <laughs> yeah, if I find a nice garden, uh, I can go there and enjoy the glory of the garden. <laughs> okay. Poem uh, 35. Oh, messenger. Oh, okay, ma. I like this is the uh, chocolate, and this is what the. I have the chocolate. comes with the. Comes with the Brewster Star Cape Cod Cup. Huh? Oh, that's so sweet that you have that as a memorial and to remind you of the good times and. Uh, yeah, I was thinking I could go go to take the ferry. I'm uh, I'm a hardcore military grade simplificationist philosopher, so I do everything as simple as possible. Okay. Does that mean you don't park and get caught in traffic and stuff? Yeah. Well I that means I could go to Astoria Ferry and I can actually cross to Manhattan to 90th Street. I can see Gracie Mansion and have a one stop on the ferry, get to Manhattan, have no parking problem. Well, I have to park in Astoria. Then go to Manhattan. And and I could actually take uh, the Second Avenue subway. Wow. Yeah, what's amazing, what's amazing is I lived on 2nd Avenue and 72nd, and uh, all those who thought it would be 
We thought the time it would take to complete the second half of the subway was like forever. I mean, the time frame was like so long. It was like five years. It's like you just missed it. Like, oh, it'll never be done. But I haven't even ridden on it now, so I could go right on it. And, and uh, you could actually go. Actually, I don't know how far it goes, so. But I could take it to Midtown. You can also walk to the Met from there or something. Oh, yeah. So you, if you use your intellect uh, to simplify, yeah, why don't you use the mind uh, for what its purpose is, which is to execute physical activities. And not, it's not supposed to, like, be creating, like, like all these extraneous thoughts. They're saying that, like, almost 95% of the thoughts generated by the mind are useless. Yeah, they're just nonsense. They're floating around, and 5% of them are, like, utilitarian, maybe. And they could be used to analyze how to... Optimize your time to maximize meditation. Oh, so you have your brain retrained to using extreme mindfulness. Yeah, the purpose of mindfulness class is to train your brain to maximize meditation in your time. It's all because spirituality is just time management. Yeah, so, oh, so it's using, doing, using your brain to do time management? Yeah. Yeah, today, uh, I managed my time to go to tennis drills at 8 o'clock with Udo, who's like my, he's a Zen, uh, Zen, Zen priest, uh. He's a Zen priest who gives tennis lessons. Uh-huh. So what's that got to do with poem 4035? Uh, clearly your mind has gone off the tracks. Okay. Oh, messenger. Come back quick with tidings, oh, messenger. I am broken. I am bent. Tell him how I am pining, oh, messenger. Yeah, my... I. I have the, my knees are, they're still questionable. I mean, I, I exercise hard uh, when uh, the knee could be compromised. Yeah, you don't do anything to safeguard uh, your knees and do therapeutic uh, stuff. You just go jump right in and play tennis. And, yeah, you should be more careful. Okay, oh, messenger, come. Come back quick with tidings of messenger. I am broken. I am bent. Tell him how I am pining, O messenger. My disheveled locks, the tying band in my hand, feel not embarrassed in telling him all, O messenger. I have a letter dictated for you. In confidence, read out to my boo-bo, O messenger. Bill longs for the return of his love. Come back quick with tidings, a messenger. Huh. Yeah, did you... Who's the messenger? 
Well, it is this podcast, and it's the poetry. What do you think the messenger is? Okay. Uh-huh. So. Oh. Okay. So I need to send, since he doesn't have text, uh, he doesn't use his cell phone. It's, it's so primitive. Yeah, but he may be low cast. I don't know if he, what cast he is. And if they have cast in Japan. Okay. Well, he could be high cast, I guess. If you don't use uh, a phone and have text messaging, then maybe you are upper cast. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh -huh. um. Yeah, I'm usually just doing mergers like that. Uh, I'm into the mergers, uh, mergers and acquisitions. Oh, you mean in Wall Street? No. Well, no, in uh, both uh, romantic love and spiritual love. Okay. Poem 6036 says, Let me merge in you, blend in you. Yeah, so first thing in the morning, I usually will do the merger into God. How's that done? That's just meditation, uh, uh, could be Simran or Bajan, or, and then blending into, you can then romantically, you can be with your wife, and, and you can merge into your wife. Oh, so that's romantic mergers, yeah. You have romance, and romantic mysticism, and let me merge in you, blend in you. You can merge into your master, and merge into your wife. <laughs> Is that tantric or what are you talking about? Uh, let me merge in you, blend in you. Your path wends through wilderness, fearsome forest. Well, the path is wending through wilderness, so, and fearsome forest. Uh, Wily leopards and savage tigers of every hue. The river is flooded, battering its banks. I am severely scarred. Come and cruise me through. Remove your veil, my dear, and let me have a glimpse of you. Let me merge in you. Blend in you. Yeah. I guess if you just, uh, the easiest way is to. Merge into your master routinely. Oh, okay. Is that like morning and meditation? Evening meditation? Yeah. That's like mergers and acquisitions with respect to risk management of the highest level on the spiritual plane. So, risk management uh, in the advanced stages is not doing uh doing managing the delta of your stock portfolio no it's actually merging your soul into your master and merging into god oh really so that's risk management yeah that's the ultimate risk management technique uh, oh so it's not it's not uh Buying defensive puts in your stock portfolio. No. 
Let me merge in you, blend in you, your path of winds through wilderness, fearsome forests, wily tigers and savage tigers of every you. The river is flooded, battering its banks. I am severely scarred. Come and cruise me through. Remove your veil, my dear, and let me have a glimpse of you. Let me merge in you, blend in you. Says Bula, there is great joy in suffering the pains of separation. Daily, dying daily, and getting born again, moving from one to another station. All right, so you can actually enjoy uh, dying daily. Can Dying it is actually enjoyable. Dying daily is enjoyable. And you don't have to be St. Paul to do it. Why can't you be St. Paul? Well, he said he did it, but... He was suffering the pains of separation. Says Bula, there is great joy in suffering the pains, pangs of separation, dying daily and getting born again, moving from one station to another. So, so he's enjoying it. Uh, so you enjoy this stuff, I guess. I thought it was dry as dust. No, it's not dry at all. It's very enjoyable and a great joy. <laughs> to be born again. Oh, is that like uh, when you're born again in uh, fundamentalist Christianity? Well, I don't think so. It's, it's born, Being born again means like leaving the body and passing through and collecting your attention at your third eye and passing through a tunnel and going up into heaven and die. And dying means your body sits still. So it means your body doesn't move. It means not moving. Okay. So to be born again means to not move? Yeah. Be, it says, be still and know that I'm God. So it, being still is dying daily. Okay. Also, you're saying meditation is getting born again. Yeah. So so that's how you'll be a fundamentalist Christian, is just do meditation. <laughs> yeah, that's... Well, if you're doing a reenactment of St. Paul... Hmm. And then you can move from station to station. And you can go to the train station. What? What? Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me merge in you, blend in you. Your path went through wilderness, first and forest, wily leopards and savage tigers of every hue. The river's flooded, battering its banks. I am severely scarred. Come and cruise me through. Remove your veil, my dear, and let me have a glimpse of you. Let me merge in you, blend in you. Says Bula, there is great joy in suffering the pangs of separation, dying daily and getting born again, moving from one station to another. Oh. 
time to wake up, my dear. Yeah. You should get up more. You uh, make a chocolate or you make a green hugo. And, uh, huh? Yeah. That's so nice. That's pr very pretty. That uh, I like it when you wear this. Wear a nice kimchi, yeah. nice nightgown. Yeah. Today we there's no tenor, so I have to go. Asita, Asita is the doctor's appointment. Huh? Asita de Olga. Asita Olga, yeah. Well, you don't have to exercise every single day like in the same way. That's why it's been changing. Mike went to the beach, and I have the professor with the tennis drills, and and uh, I might start my one thousand micro movements. Well, you don't, you haven't done your thousand micro movements. You now you have your leg lifts from the professor. Who's a professor? He's the, well, that's the Spanish word for teacher, which is, we call the, uh, the Japanese uh, tennis teacher, who's like, he's like a Zen poet or something. He's got really weird, but, oh, but you fit right in with him, so I could see how you would be friends. So, yeah, well, yeah, you have to, to appreciate him, you would have to already be enlightened. So, people who aren't enlightened don't appreciate him properly. Okay. So, I'm his best friend. <laughs> wake up, my dear. I, I try to tell people to wake up. So, instead of teaching Zen, I say, just wake up. Okay, wake up, my dear wayfarer. The night has waned. And the stars are vanishing. Yeah, the stars have already vanished, so. It is a transient transit camp, this harbor. The rest of the lot are ready to move. Don't you hear the drum of departure? Wow. This guy is really smart, huh? Oh, is that why you read Udlashah? He's, well, I tend... I want to read something that's intelligent. Uh, I don't want, I don't want uh, stupid things. So, like I look through the arts and leisures of the New York Times, and, and they don't come out with anything uh, ever that's intelligent. Uh, the in, the um, it's like Hollywood, or whatever. So it's like they're entertaining you. They don't hear the drum of departure. <laughs> yeah, they should depart from the stupid stuff they do. Don't you hear the drum of departure? Wake up, my dear wayfarer. The night has waned and the stars are vanishing. It's time you sowed some quality grain. Yeah, we need to get some quality material out. Somebody needs to do some quality. It's time you sowed some quality grain. It's even Jesus is saying you reap what you sow. And uh, he's saying, we was telling them, uh, it's not whether you, it's not 
whether you wash your hands before eating bread, they, the Jews, they thought, oh, this is what they, he's not doing it right. He's saying that the stuff coming out of your mouth is more importante than what's going in. So, yeah, you're still reading Matthew, yeah. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I hear the drum of departure. It's time you sowed some quality grain in Ukraine. Yeah, we need to get the grain out of Ukraine and sow some quality grain. You may or may not come here again. Your comrades call and shout in vain. Wake up, my dear wayfarer. The night has waned and the stars are vanishing. Bua has come to his master's care. Given up his languor to do and dare. Yeah, I've given up my languor to do and dare. So I dare you to listen to this podcast. Uh, for the crop will be lost if we strove not here. Wake up, my dear wayfarer. The night is waned and the stars are vanishing. So I'm just saying you should wake up and meditate and uh, I did wake up and meditate, and, uh, uh, yeah, well, yeah, this, this is a problem. Don't you hear the drum of departure? Yeah, my, I'm going to be departing someday, and, uh, yeah, well, you have woken up, so. Is that why you're doing this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 38, Poem 38. The doings of the father and the deeds of the mother. Yeah. What are they? The doings of the father and the deeds of the mother. Let's see. Is that good or bad? Huh? Have earned me a degree, decree. <laughs> Mother and father congenital crook, crocks, crock, crooks, congenital crooks have transferred their karma to me. Uh-oh. Yeah, the sins of the father and mother rain down on the children, so. Mother and father congenital crooks have transferred their karma to me. Yeah, I still have, I'm bogged down by my mother and father's karma, so. Oh, that's your problem. Yeah, I'm bogged down by it. Then why don't you get out and earn your own money and stop living off your inheritance, you lazy bum. Okay. So, mother and father congenital crooks have transferred their karma to me. Oh, yeah, and I'm transferring my karma. It's going to rain down upon my son and my children and everybody. And uh, my bad karma is being transferred to the family. <laughs> and right now I'm absorbing karma from my ancestors. And they, they were very bad. And uh, a lot of them ate meat. And, uh, yeah, you have bad karma. Is that, is that your problem? Yeah, I have very bad karma. I was saying I'm 
One of the worst disciples on the path. Okay. You're the worst. Well, that's apparent that you're the worst. We know that. So, what are you going to do about it? Growling over grain of corn. Yeah, well, I sometimes I go to Ohio and and I hang out at the grain bins and stuff with the corn. <laughs> and I growl over it and take photos of the corn <laughs> coming out of the trucks and they put it in harvest time. But it's not harvest, so. Are you going out in the spring or are you going to Ohio or going to Ukraine? Are you speculating on the price of corn? Well, I thought, why would corn go up? I thought uh, that mostly animals ate corn. And do you really need that much much corn and soybeans? Uh, or are you just not efficient? Uh, no. Growling over grain of corn, squabbling and quarreling in the barn. Yeah, I'm still squabbling and quarreling in the barn. I'm basically just basic stuff on how to eat. <laughs> And right now they're quarreling in Ukraine on whether the Russians will let the corn get out of Ukraine. So, squabbling and quarreling in every barn. I could get rid of it all. Yeah, just by closing my eyes in a deep state of meditation, I could be rid of all this problems. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what you're doing. You're you're really, you're in a way an escapist, though. You still failed to escape from your bad karma. Okay. Well, then, what do you expect me to do about it? Why Why do you think I'm meditating? Well, why don't you meditate deeper and listen to extremely long hours of the sound current, and burn it up instead of being so lazy. Yeah. Only after the corn was gone, what a scramble lay in store. I was, it was a dubious knock at my door. Yeah, and sometimes some people come and knock at the door, and the knocks are dubious. And uh, the other day, the, there was mail on the street, and uh, it looked as if the mailman had dropped mail. On the, he had spilled his mail on the street. Oh, that's like a dubious knock at your door. Yeah. So, a lot of dubious stuff goes on. But what does Scramble lay in store? It was a dubious knock at my door. The doings of the father and the deeds of the mother have earned me a decree. Decree. Yeah, I got a degree in college from the doings of my father and to a mother who were supportive in education. Oh, yeah, they supported you. And uh, yeah, my father used to send me money. And you were a poor student, uh, studentum. Yeah, I was a poor student. <laughs> and though I did take student loans, which is the custom in America, I had student loan debt, uh, and it, school didn't cost quite as much uh, in my days as it did in modern times. Like, talk about inflation. I mean, 
if college could be like 50,000 and was probably like 5,000 when I went. Oh, yeah, so inflation is tenfold? Yeah. The doings of the fathers and deeds of my mother have earned me a degree in, uh, in music and, uh, and an MBA in finance and a bachelor's degree in music theory. Yeah, so these podcasts are about music theory because uh, I talk about the music of the spheres <laughs> and uh, across all possible religions. Oh, really? Well, so that's what you do. Yeah. And that's, and that's so I can burn up my karma, which is specified as Originally, it comes as the theory of ethos, which is the theory of ethical behavior. Theory of ethos and the theory of numbers and the theory of music of the spheres coming from Pythagoras or Pythagoras. So I use the theory of numbers to trade the stock market. You do? <laughs> God, that sounds like bad karma. <laughs> and then I use uh, the theory of ethos to figure out the, the life hacks of what to do and not to do, like whether you are or not a vegan or something. <laughs> then you use the music of the spheres to burn up the past karma that was transferred to you from your father and mother, who are crooks stealing from the earth. Uh, well, my father and mother were was very ethical and a, a good father and stuff, but but if they're not totally enlightened, uh, you yeah. Well, who has the luck of having a totally enlightened father and mother? <laughs> yeah, who would get that good of karma? <laughs> a lover of God would. A lover of God, you'll be slandered no end. You'll they'll call you kafir. You should say yes, sir. I. Sh yeah, so I should say yes, sir, to this um, interesting poem. Uh, he tell he he uh, philosophically is correct, I guess, in his understanding. Yeah, well, Bulashai is a professional. Okay, yeah, he's a top. Uh, mystic poet in the Urdu, writing in Urdu. Well, yeah, the, the book says that he ranks with with Rumi and and who else? Uh, Shamsi Tabriz. Uh, oh, that's high ranking. Yeah. Well, the doings of the father and the deeds of my mother have earned me a degree. Mother and father congenital crooks have transferred their karma to me. Growling over a grain of corn, squabbling and quarreling in every barn. I could get rid of it all only only after the corn was gone. Yeah, when the corn runs out um, and the corn bins are empty, um, I could get rid of it all only after the corn was gone. What does Cramble lay in store? It was a dubious knock at my door. The doings of the father and the deeds of my mother have earned me a degree. A lover of God, you'll be slandered no end. Yeah, people have slandered me. 
and I was profoundly slandered. Yeah, the, there's p people that said that I had offshore accounts, and uh, and my karma came and haunted me, and I had bad karma, and the people slandered me, and they said that I had offshore accounts. You'll be slandered no end. They'll call you coffer. You should say yes, sir. Huh. Yeah, and you even read this stuff, and you still don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand this poem, so... I'm going to continue to generate bad karma because of that, because I don't understand uh, the truth, and I don't understand... Uh, I don't have right understanding, okay? So I have to continue to study the teachings of the Master and all existing saints and mystics. Okay. Thanks, more. I'm going to continue then in the podcast until I develop some understanding. Okay. Ever since I've fallen in love, I am left with no trace of ego. Yeah. I have no trace of ego in this podcast uh, because I've fallen in love. So, so the people saying it's an egotistical trip are incorrect. There's not a trace of my own ego in this podcast. Uh, yeah, so don't think that there is. It's not me even reading this, okay? Poem 939, ever since I've fallen in love, I am left with not a trace of ego. Yeah, he completely cleaned himself out. And uh, when he fell in love with his guru, Inaratsha, and he didn't even uh, go around, he wasn't even uh, claiming to be a Saeed. Yeah, I don't claim to be a Saeed. I don't claim to be a descendant of Muhammad. Uh, so there's not a trace of ego in me, no. And I haven't bragged about being a, a descendant of royalty in uh, England. And though there is uh, a few points on the... There are a few points on the, the family tree that... Uh, I think that there may be some that touch on royalty, yeah. But there's not a trace of evidence of it, so that now there's not a trace of ego in me because I couldn't really find credible evidence of my being royalty. Really? I thought your grandma had found something. <laughs> yeah, what did you read about <laughs> Yeah, huh. Yeah, I'm thinking of this, uh, there, there's this castle. Yeah, when are you going to England to find a trace of your ego? I'm going to track down my ego and my bad karma that comes raining down to my family as um, I'm going to... I could build up my ego in my ability to track eat karma. 
So if I say that I, it's really a evidence of ego to say that uh, that you're able to track your karma. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Ever since I've fallen in love, I am left with not a trace of ego. Yeah, I, I uh, through this podcast, have been able to eliminate my ego by by uh, learning how I'm not as smart as Bullisha. Okay, so that will bury your ego. Yeah. My eyes have become slaves of this book and the podcast. My eyes have become slaves of your eyes. From several coasts, they dare Epsi, Epi, Espy. From from several K O S, they dare E S P Y. Fearless, they scan high, and higher still. Yeah, I'm I'm fearless when it comes to spiking a tennis ball on the tennis court. Yeah, those guys that were trying to. They were trying to humiliate me to eliminate my ego on the tennis court because uh, they play back. They in doubles tennis, they'll they'll both play back end, and I play right up at the net because I'm fearless. And they and fearless, they scan high. I I will hit the ball at high levels and higher still, and I'm fearless. And so they were hitting a. Yeah, they're pretty hard hitters, and they were hitting right at me just because they were trying to have fun and they make fun of me, yeah, because they wanted to humiliate me. But um, I'm pretty well practiced at the playing at the net, so I think that I was able to to hold up pretty good. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, well, you didn't even win that set. Okay. All right, well, you don't have to embarrass me in this podcast. So, Fearless, they scan eye and hire. Still, once in love, they are no more shy. Yeah. And at least I'm not, once that I'm in love, I'm not shy anymore after moving to New York. Uh, you really can't be shy. Huh? There's no people have. Oh, oh, is that fine? That's why not all the shoes? Yeah, you look beautiful. You always look fairly. You're a good dresser. What is it? You don't like it? What's let me see? Come here. Your belly. What's wrong with your belly? I know it's for young women now. Molly Hoban mohairs, but it doesn't look bad at all, and it's not grande. What's the matter? Yo quiero otra blusa, no esta, no esta. No esta? No. Don't wear it if you're uncomfortable. Don't. If you don't like it, amor. She's cambio. Si? Yeah, cambio. She's, she's like, uh, uh, the, her uh, her top has a gap like a 
shows the belly like sort of like a young girl's have so though her it doesn't look bad at all really so and it's not a very big gap but she seems to be uncomfortable about it too but uh, <laughs> yeah whatever you should just be comfortable Mario you know it's mejor that's mejor it matches the shoes the potter stuff the the uh the blanca with the blanca is bueno either combination is fine i mean uh, these are fine points in this podcast uh, yeah i'm picking what top she should wear i know why do you engage in 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 the, what women are wearing and all that stuff? Why so, uh, a profound and totally enlightened and highly egotistical, highly highly egotistical philosopher like yourself? Why do you embarrass yourself with this stuff? Well, that's just the point. I'm trying to eliminate it, the trace of my ego. Okay. By, uh, that's pretty. Yeah, the two strap thing. No, no, espera. That's nice. I like that. Yeah, but now you have more top, but that's, that's your good point. <laughs> yeah, her good points are her, uh, are her collar and her breast are, uh, are profound lace. Oh, that's nice. But no, no color? She covers the gap, and uh, you can emphasize the. Why are you talking about the woman's clothing in this Bien. podcast? Well. What? That's very nice. I like it. Yeah, the layering. Layering is always kind of nice. Okay. Are you a top expert in women dressing? Yeah. Well, I've been uh, egotistical about my philosophy and my podcast and my mysticism and my education, so I'm trying to eliminate the trace of my ego by uh, talking about women's clothing, so, because I'm so arrogant. Yeah, you are a monster, yeah. Yeah, so that the once in love, they are no more shy. So, once I fell in love, I'm no more shy. Yeah, when I arrived in New York, I like, I was like speechless and and talked quietly. Yeah, you you talk so quietly. It's no wonder you didn't get the good job because you didn't even speak up. Speak up. When you're in New York, you do two things. You talk loud, you talk fast, and you walk fast. Stop being a, like a pansy. Yeah, well, that's... Well, you need uh, to build up your ego, so I build up my ego just, just to survive in New York, so... So you are pro-ego? Yeah. Once in love... 
They are no more shy. Yeah, I'm not shy about anything I say in this podcast. So. When drum beats of love are heard, the lovers are seen soaring upward. Yeah, when the drum beats of love are heard. The consideration of modesty, bird. Yeah. There's no need for her to cover up that gap. Um, the consideration of modesty is blurred. She's She has a good body, so she doesn't have to cover, but she does. But I know having a gap like that on your waist is uncovered is nice for maybe young girls with small waist and stuff. But, uh, the consideration of modesty blurred with the what temptation you have them blurred. Yeah, I didn't know if I should lure what the woman were. Oh, you haven't got your wife. I thought you were Islamic. And why didn't she wear a burqa? Yeah, I don't know if I need to cover her up. <laughs> no. I gotta look at her. With what, what, with what temptation you have them lured? Falling in love, I thought, is an easy task. <coughs> Falling in love, I thought, is an easy task. It is like a tide hitting a rock. Here it is cold, there it is hot. With pangs of separation, every moment is brought. The world of unity is my new domain. Where a sense of wonder seems to reign. Here life and death cease to remain. A problem it's difficult to explain. Don't you think it is enough now, my sizzling passion? You're going slow. Where else can I fend and go? Mother or father, whosoever I know. Hmm. With our union... Is consummated. Yeah, our union was. We ha, I know we have to get ready. Yeah. What's the pajama? Otra, color. Oh, you need more pajamas? Oh, bueno. I like this too. I like this too. Yeah, I know it's not costoso. No. Son como, son como cinco dólares, cinco. Cinco dólares? Five, five. Five, yeah. ¿Pero sabe dónde? Yeah, get más, get más. ¿Pero sabe dónde, dónde? Sabe, sabe dónde? Mm. Sabe. Where Rus it comes from? En la Roosevelt hay una, en la Roosevelt. Oh, en Roosevelt? En la historia. Okay, no problem. You get your allowance. Pero no, no. She buys these nightgowns for five bucks, basically, so she's not. I know it's a luxury to have a beautiful woman, but uh, it's not if they like things uh, that cost $2,000. Yeah, because it becomes. All right, when our union is consummated, I'll be dumb with candy sated. Uh, I'll not know how I am rated, how much lightened, how much weighted. Yeah, I know my weight is high right now. I have to fast. It is for you that I am imbued with greed. Uh, yeah, I'm actually greedy about uh, my getting glances from my guru. So. Mm -hmm. 
I think he should look at me and not other people. It is for you that I am viewed with greed. The nine doors I closed and went to sleep. Yeah, it's interesting how Kirpal Singh is saying that the, the nine doors or the senses in your body are like a holes in a boat. That you are given a boat like a body, but it's got holes in the bottom and and everything's leaking out. And the nine doors clo I closed, I went to sleep. Uh, I came to the tenth and seek leave for you. Yeah, I closed off those nine doors of the sense currents and I opened up my third eye at the tenth door. My love for you is ever so deep. is sacrifice unto you. I long only for a glimpse, my view, bow. Tell me, do you ever think of us? Or we alone remain glued and true? Yeah, I remain glued and true and devoted to the master, but he, he never thinks of me because he's just, I guess he doesn't like me, so. I have remained glued and true to the path and I've meditated very consistently every single day and night for many, many years, so. But the master never gives me a glimpse and he doesn't even think of me. Yeah, so that's why, because of the the trace of my ego has gotten in the way. Ever since I've fallen in love, I am left with not a trace of ego. So he's he's not left with a trace of ego. It's just me that is. So, um, wow. But you might learn something from this podcast and get rid of it. Okay.